I know, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of the Highbury Squad. As you know, we love to bring you not only reactionary episodes to Arsenal's football season, but we also love to bring you stories, arcs and threads from many different gooners from across the globe. I think one of the fondest and most wonderful memories that we've all had in a very difficult year of 2020 was winning the FA Cup again. Um, but not only did we win the FA Cup, Arsenal Football Club took it to a completely different level of winning the FA Cup, knowing that this wasn't an easy time for many fans. So we're really proud that you know, we were able to win another FA Cup, you know, 2014, 15, 17, 2020. And as Arsenal fans, we cherish that trophy. But to actually have that magical trophy delivered to your home, in your own environment, your element of happiness is a totally different level. So joining me today for a Highbury Squad Evergreen episode that will last for an ever and ever an eternity because FA Cup memories are here. They never go away. Is... Amanda, welcome to the show, Amanda. Oh, I get called Amanda on this. This is a bit poor. It's very, very official. All right. And then, hello, Sophie. Hello, welcome. Uh, mm. But Super Kevin Campbell's always Super Kev. Oh. <laughs> hello, Sophie. How you doing? Hi, Dave. Hi, uh, hi P- Princess Guna, PG. Wait. Dave's the star of the show today, so don't steal <laughs> his thunder, you guys. I know. Again, look I at him. <laughs> rolling in as usual. <laughs> And then also joining us is a very special Guna, um, who is beloved by many and who has been following the Arsenal for a number of years. I'm not going to give his age away, okay? But Mr. Dave Seeger, a round of applause. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. So the FA Cup is just one of those trophies. I think when people talk about it in today's world, Dave, and they question about its relevance and they talk about narrowing the calendar and getting rid of stuff. You know, for Arsenal fans, I think it's just magical in so many different ways. This year was exceptionally magical because in our worst season, we really weren't expecting to win anything. So I'm just going to let you take it away and then I'm going to let Casey and Amanda jump in because that's what they do. Just talk us through winning the FA Cup, and then what happened next and why you, in particular, were one of the special folks that had a special delivery. From I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure I actually know the answer to the second part, but I'll, I'll give it a <laughs> um, Well, it was really unusual, and, um, but I'm, I am of a, a gooner of a certain age where I, the FA Cup's always going to be special. And um, it's a trophy's a trophy, but that is a very special trophy for, for Arsenal supporters. And... Uh, and it has been a lot, as you say, in recent years and uh, wasn't expected at the end of the season. That said, the way we played in the semi-final and the way we were playing at the end of the season, I had, did have a fairly sneaky feeling after we beat Man City that we would dispose of Chelsea. So I was quietly confident on the day. But it's unusual when you're, when you're used to going to Wembley and it's that big build-up and uh, drinking in the pub before the game and everything, which you're going to miss, you know, because you, you're not with the people you'd normally be with because we, we don't all live you know, together, do we? But we meet before a game. So I was not with the people I'd normally be with. I was with friends who were Arsenal supporters, don't get me wrong. But yeah, it was a special day. But what happened afterwards, uh, it was just weird, really. I don't, I don't know why. All I know was I got a phone call from the events team on Monday morning. Um, and they said, 
I don't even know they got my telephone number to be honest. They just said, "Look, we're gonna, we want, we're doing this thing where we want to take, uh, we want to get fourteen fan stories." This was the catch thing. They said, "When you get fourteen, they actually said well-known fans, which I questioned. So they're going to fourteen fan stories who've done things for the club or write about the club, just a mixture of well-known supporters, and we want to interview them about their different experience, not being at Wembley and how they spent the day and and the build-up and the aftermath." So I said, "Fine," and I arranged. They checked where I lived and I told them, and I said, well, you could, Tim Stillman's around the corner. I said, you could do Tim. They said he's on our list. Um, and, but they said it was to do an interview. So that's what I was expecting. At nine o'clock on Tuesday mornings, I was expecting someone from the events team to come with Stuart McFarlane. I was told that Stuart was coming to take the, the photos to go with the interview for the website magazine. I didn't know. So I knew nothing about the trophy. Um, I don't think anyone did to be honest. So on the morning when I was waiting, you know, by the door, just, you know, by the car, watch the car, because my wife was tutoring someone. So I had to make sure they didn't make any noise. And I saw a car pull up or a van actually. And, uh, and then I saw Stuart's car pull up. And obviously I know Stuart quite well. Stuart got out and I said, oh, Stuart. And then I saw this guy who I didn't know, get out the van, go to the back of the van, open the back of the van. The next thing I know, he's standing there with the FA Cup outside the front of my house. So, it was a complete surprise, complete shock. A very nice one, but a very pleasant surprise. So it just took me through into the back garden. I had my, I'd, I'd already made myself a cuppa within this mug, just, <laughs> uh, just for the sake of it. And yeah, we went down the end of my garden, which I'm looking at now, and we sat and chatted a bit. But it was a photo shoot. There was no interview. That was, and I said afterwards, I said, what was the interview? They said, well, we didn't want anyone to know we were coming with FA Cup. We just wanted to be a surprise. It was kind of like Silla Black, surprise, surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was totally, like one it was of those moments. Had, had you ever been in contact with the FA Cup before? Like, had you ever touched it before? Had you ever had one of those yeah, moments? Years ago, because I work in financial services, I think when AXA was sponsoring the Cup, they, had, they did a bit of a tour of insurance companies and, and that sort of, and I think I touched it once. But I have to say, I'm not, you know, I don't think I would, it's not decrying anyone who does, but I don't think I would travel to the Emirates to have a photo taken with it. Um, and I, I wasn't expecting it, but the way it happened, it was special because it was so unexpected and it was a complete surprise. I don't think I would go just to stand next to it on a pedestal in the stadium. I don't think that would feel the same because, I don't know, it's just go, it, it was just the, it was the complete surprise of it. And as you say, in my own environment, in my own home, with my dog, with my wife taking photos of me, it was just, yeah, it was just, that was the lovely thing, the complete surprise and the fact that it was brought to me rather than me having to go and queue up with lots of other people. So it was, uh, yeah. Wow. So having, cool. so having the FA Cup in your home, right, Amanda and Casey, I know, I'm thinking, okay, what's the first thing I do once I get it in my hands, right? In your mind, you want to fill it with champagne, drink from it, yeah. or do something like that. Were there any rules before, you, before we get to kind of like the first thing you thought of and did? Did they say, okay, here's what you can and can't do with well, we- it? Because of COVID, and I, you know, they said we'll go around the side because I've got a side gate. So I, was, so I, I, I had because I had the Arsenal mug in one hand, and they they handed me the cup, and I was in that sort of Bamiang situation. And I, did, I must admit, Kev will know because he's held it, but I didn't realise how quiet heavy it was going to be. <laughs> so I had it in one hand. I was walking down the side of the house, and it was sort of like I was sort of locked <laughs> because I was holding, and it really was quite heavy. But then when I sat down on the bench, um, Stuart showed me something which I gather was a new addition from when Kevin would have picked it up because I think maybe in 2014, after we won it for the first trophy in nine years, there's a little catch inside the lid now. Right. So, you know, they used to have the catch, you know, on your head and the trophy, but now you can, 
you can just turn lock it slightly. It. You can lock, lock it. it. So the, yeah. lid, the lid doesn't fall off anymore. Well, that was the <laughs> first thing I, I, that Stuart told me. He said, Kev, yeah, just put it on and take it off, whatever you want to do. But we just took loads of silly photos. It was, uh, yeah, it was good. Okay, so it pulls up. They, they whip it out. Is it in a box? Is it because I'm, I'm likening it to, for me, the two trophies that are comparable, the Stanley Cup in ice hockey here that's lived mm -hmm. for hundreds of years and what players do with it when they have the opportunity, but also how it's delivered. So when they deliver that, the Stanley Cup here to ice hockey players and stuff and it's white gloves, big box, comes out, there it is. Well, I, didn't, I didn't see it when they brought it out because they... They'd already started walking towards the house. When they left, I went back out. Then we took my next door neighbour's an Arsenal fan, so I knocked and he came and had a photo with it as well. And then we walked back and I saw it in the back of the van. There was um, like quite a large case with a couple of locks on it, like a silver case, you know, with a black velvet lining. I think it was black or navy blue lining and in two separate parts, like for the, for the cup and for the base. Mm. Uh, they didn't bring the base in actually so the base was still in the box when I went out, I think, from memory. Yeah, so it was like a, a big sort of a silver case with a couple of locks. So Oba then, hadn't destroyed they, the base completely. Do, they were going off to do a couple of other fans, but also they were going to uh, Woolwich, Woolwich uh, Dockyards and to uh, Dial Square as well to sort of have photos there, the origins of the club. I have to say from, um, I've been a, my bread and butter is PR. I've been a, a publicist in the entertainment industry for like 25 plus years, not showing my age, Dave. And, and Casey and Amanda, I mean, this is... Um, for me, I think one of the greatest things the club have done, and, I, and, and you, everyone will hear from Maria eventually, but I've been speaking to Maria a lot about this as well. And KC as a player, there's always that fan-player connection. And what I loved about what Arsenal did was in this really tricky time, and Dave's been through his own tricky times, and we all have, and uh, to see like fans like Dave and Maria be rewarded with this moment, Casey, from a player point of view, knowing their stories as well, like it brought tears to my eyes, to be honest with you. And I know sometimes people say we're really emotional as fans, but it was definitely an emotional moment that I think that the, the club cap, cap, captured beautifully. Yeah, it's, it's Arsenal getting back to a little bit of class, if, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. I think that Arsenal have shot themselves in the foot a lot of the times on, on PR stuff. And this was a, a perfect way to reward the likes of Dave and Maria, etc., to get a nice surprise. And the, the nice surprise is it's private and it's at home and you can enjoy it with your families and you could take the pictures at, at your, you could even knock your neighbor. Now he's Dave's, Dave's his favourite neighbour. Who is the that neighbour? beside you, Dave, you know. <laughs> I'm sure I already was, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, but, you know, that, 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 to be able to do that and surprise somebody like yourself, Dave and Maria, and, and everybody who got, who got blessed with that opportunity, I'm, I'm so lucky as a player because, you know, Dave, you might not have wanted to queue up to... to to take your picture. I would have been one of those queuing up to take my picture with the FA Cup. And I would have queued for hours because I just think these moments are so precious. Yeah. And sometimes you could take it for granted, Arsenal, we're, we're the, we've won the most FA Cups and all that now. 
But to have a picture with silverware, we all know what the lockdown eroded. Listen, they'd be queuing for weeks to take a picture <laughs> with the FA Cup. So, you know, I just think it's Arsenal getting back to a little bit of class. And yeah, I, I don't know what they're. Gonna, I don't know what they're going to do with it because I, I still have because I know it was supposed to be like fourteen individuals for fourteen FA Cups, and obviously I think the day before they did quite a lot of people with players, didn't they? I think uh, Ray Parler did a few Lee Dixon and Martin yeah. Keogh. Yeah, and they were people who'd done work for Arsenal in the community during COVID, and some really deserved, far more deserving people. But I, I think at some point there's obviously going to be some. Some, I don't know whether it's going to be a magazine or whether it's going to be one programme. I don't know what it's going to be, but I don't see the point of doing it all if they're not going to make a big story out of it. It, it, should, be, it should be like um, the chicken soup for the soul, short stories, but, you know, FA Cup soul for Arsenal fans. Because, you know, we've been so on our knees this year and it's been so difficult. And there's a little bit of history here with some of the fans we have. Amanda and Dave, I think you've kind of been through a similar path as fans in the term, in terms of you lived through being super young and that that, that there were those magic moments in the early seventies. And of course, you know, as Arsenal progressed and then did not and went through that really tricky time in the eighties, obviously before the George Graham years. And then, you know, what I say, and a lot of, a lot of competitive fans say you guys is, I just want to see my team win something, right? And I think we've been so spoiled that we want the Premier League so badly again. And, and I think that we were spoiled under Wenger and he did magical things for our club. But when you think about where we've been as a club, Dave, especially 2014, I mentioned it at the start, 2014-15, 17-20. You beat Chelsea, you beat Manchester City. Did you ever think we'd win the FA Cup this year, let alone... Fast forward a couple of weeks later, the FA Cup's in your own backyard. Yeah, it's funny because I, I lost, um, as you, well, you know, a lot, I lost my son at the beginning of last year who was obviously an Arsenal fan and we shared a lot of Arsenal times together. In fact, we were, 2015, we were at the final together and, and, and you know, right back to when he was 10, we went to France, you know, to the new, uh, to Barcelona final together, last game at Highbury together. So, we've been through a lot and, but it, it, it's, it sort of changes your whole context of football. So for, for me, when I see people get an IRA on Twitter and social media, I can't anymore. You know, it, it, it's just in the grand scheme of things, it, it's, it's football. Um, doesn't mean I don't love us winning. doesn't mean I don't want us to win. doesn't mean I don't enjoy it when we do. But it doesn't have the same, it doesn't mean that much. Or so I thought. But then when it happens, you know, for me, there's always that connection. Like, like when we beat Man United on the anniversary on January the 1st, you know, that was for Liam. You know, it's when we when we beat Chelsea. That was for Liam. When we came, when I my first game back after Liam, when it was against Chelsea last February, that was for Liam. And you, so it changes. It, it's completely changed the way I view my relationship with football. Um, and it's not better or worse. It's just different. So it's like everything now is a pleasant surprise. And, and Mikhail Arteta has been a pleasant surprise from from day one. And you know, and everyone says they knew he was going to be this good. You know, we didn't know. But, Dave. you know, he's, he's really getting me enjoying watching Arsenal again, um, right. which I probably didn't as much as I used to, shall we say, in the last 12 months. Dave, was it like a cathartic moment for you, that moment too? I mean, that's a personal... It, you can it, share uh, it with us or not, but I can only imagine yeah, yeah. That in that moment. You know, I've, been, um, I've been writing... Um, I write a lot about Arsenal anyway, but I've been writing a lot of poetry about me, Liam, and Arsenal. I've been writing grief poetry, stuff that I don't share. I haven't shared with anyone, but... I did actually um, share a couple of poems that were on my phone with the guys I was with. In fact, Amanda knows one of them, Dave. Uh, she was at Anfield with him. Um, 
So Dave, I was with Dave um, Goldberg and, and a couple of other friends and, and yeah, they were in tears. Um, uh, so it, it was really massively emotional in the sort of moment that we won it and the celebration. And then in the hour afterwards when we're carrying on drinking in the pub, it became very, uh, very emotional, to be honest. And after that, I don't remember much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, it, it does have that. It does have that. Um, it does change. It does change things, definitely. I do think that, Dave, because we are of a certain age, the FA Cup will always mean something to us. It's I, I get so angry yeah, no, when I, I have fans of all clubs, including ours, saying, rather get fourth. Where is this fourth nonsense come from? I really don't know anyone in my circle of my, and you know quite a few of the people I know, that would ever would rather get fourth in Champions League than win the FA Cup or the League Cup or any other cup for that instance, we're in this to win cups, to win trophies. Let no one ever say the FA Cup doesn't mean anything. Yes, of course, we've won it 14 times. Um, United, I think, have won it twice, and then, then it goes down to eight apiece for a couple of other clubs, one we won't mention. But I feel that I'm, I'm in football. I want Arsenal to win everything. I, you don't win anything for coming second, third or fourth. So when we, when we were talking about this last week, I've got obviously people in my office, I've got friends, nothing to do with Twitter and stuff. They're like, oh yeah, it's the FA Cup. And I'm like, are you mental? And I'm a bit like Kev. I, was, I cuddled the FA Cup. I can't remember. It was an AST event a couple of years ago. I had a picture done. Um, you know, Richard was with us, uh, with me. He took a picture of me. And I actually did what Martinez did. I cuddled it. I was like, this is so exciting. The first time I ever remember us winning it was 1979. And I was at home when my dad was at, the, at Wembley. And I just feel... I'm so excited, again, as you mentioned about Mikel, that what he's brought to us. He wins the, FA, he wins the semi-final against the team that, well, top class. He beats Chelsea, and then we go and beat Liverpool. And I don't care what anyone says. Yes, we all know the charity shield is a friendly. Uh, Absolutely. Well. Not a friendly, but... <laughs> yeah, but not a friendly, but we're like, um, you know, no, you're not going out there to lose. It, it doesn't really matter if you win it or not, but it did matter to us. At the beginning of the match, I was like, I don't care if we win. I'm not bothered. If you look at the end of the match when we were celebrating, uh, they were like really down and everything. And, you know, I joked on Twitter that they're, we're, we're their bogey team now. And obviously a few Liverpool fans came for me because I haven't got a sense of humour. And I explained myself. <laughs> it's funny. But... At the end of the day, you know, we're in this to win things. And I, I think what Arsenal did with you and 13 others was just fantastic. It really made me, like, well up. And I'll tell you what else. I was, driving home, from, I was driving home from work tonight. And I, I'm like Dave. I'm thinking about going in the ballot. And we'll talk about the ticket thing another time. And um, on came uh, Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. And I was, I blasted it. I put the windows down, even though it was raining. I was... I welled up and I was like, oh, I sung. Don't worry, no one can hear anything. The radio was so loud. I was, and I got onto my drive and I was so emotional because I thought, if you don't get it, you don't get it. And that's it. That, that is it for me. Football fans get it. Non-football fans go, well, you can't go to the ground because of the, 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 the. I miss it so much unbelievably so much and not only just the 90 minutes of football it's the before it's it's everything it's and I'm able to come 
on a podcast and say, oh, I sat in this, you know, I saw him at the ground today and, and we're missing everything. So I think how amazing for Arsenal to do that. And honestly, Dave, your face must have been an absolute picture because if that had turned up at my house, I don't know what I'd have done. I can oh imagine God, there would have been, God, God knows, I would have just cuddled <laughs> it. Could you imagine? I don't, I don't know, but my oh, neighbours are Arsenal and I would have got the kids in from next door if they were here because they would have just gone mental. But I think it's fabulous and I'm really pleased it happened for you, Dave. I really, really am because, you know, you haven't had a great time, have you? And I know it's, you know poignant for Liam and everything and I'm pleased they chose you I really am and I'm pleased that you had that they had the FA Cup in your house I think I, I don't know maybe that's why they chose me I don't know on that I probably never know I don't know who made the decision so uh, maybe I'll find out one. it's but lovely it, but even if they did it's beautiful it's just a beautiful yeah you know, gesture and um, well, they were class all that. they were class at the, moment, didn't it? at the end of last season I don't know if you worked the last game but they do that thing where they make up the canon with the names of all the people who lost their lives during the season. And Andy actually put Liam's name in twice. No one oh. else has ever been in twice. He had it oh. on the end of the canon and in the wheel. And I've, I've got, I've the, they sent me the, the original artwork of that. Oh, got a letter from Lauren Cashelny straight afterwards. The club have been, they have been amazing. To That's me. wonderful. This Very is classy. why I wanted to, oh. this is why I wanted to get Dave's side because it's just wonderful. Like football is more than just going to a game, right? 100%. It is part of our soul. We make friends, lifelong friends. We have moments, our memories, our life memories. They can all go back to football game seasons, mm. specific matches. And the fact that, you know, that you, you, you've loved Arsenal for so long, Dave, and then you introduced your son to Arsenal and that you guys both had these wonderful memories together. And then to arc that, with the FA Cup coming to your home, I just think it's one of the most beautiful things I've seen Arsenal Football Club do, which is why I kept like, hey, can, I, can we talk, can we talk, can we talk? <laughs> so I want to know, like, when you first got it, like, you know, were you pretending to be an Arsenal captain right up there holding <laughs> it aloft? Like, what were you thinking? I think, I think looking back, I should have done all these things. I, I, um, I, I'm just too bloody unselfish I was like oh you're on a tight schedule you're running late you need to get somewhere else I was <laughs> I was um I mean I I definitely you know I did I did I did hold it above my head for a photo I mean Stuart sent me about eight of the photos he must have taken hundreds but he sent me the, the eight he chose but and obviously my wife took a load on her phone so but I think we were doing things like getting getting my dog in trying to get my dog in the photos you know because it was he's, he's nearly 50 <laughs> this forever I'm just silly things that weren't really football related to be honest I probably I should have been doing much more pretending to be a captain lifting the trophy and now you've said that I should have been but I don't think I did I don't think I did I was just set on the yeah so I had it definitely had it above my head at one point and sorry, it. How long, you, sorry, made the how most, long... you made the most of it Dave yeah I did yeah. how long were they there for Dave well we were chatting quite a lot with uh, Stuart and obviously, I know quite Stuart quite well. We, we even after they left, we were chatting at the end of the drive for I'd say probably twenty five minutes, thirty minutes maybe. Oh, I've always nine, and they were due to be with Tim at ten. They don't think they got a bit. I don't think they left me till about ten to ten, and then they I've always wanted to meet Stuart. Is Stuart a nice guy? A really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to meet him. I love his pictures. Um, they take some great photos, doesn't he? But, um, yes. Yeah. So no, he, I think yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I guess he was quite chuffed because obviously he knows the situation and he, you know, he's, he was beaming, beaming when he walked towards the house. So that was nice. Yeah, so it's really That's good. very cool. Dave, 
Before we let you go, what would you like Arsenal fans to know? Number one, about your experience. Number two, about the fact that we've won another FA Cup. We've also been the team that, you know, in the last five of six, I think it is, um, the FA Cup winners have beaten the champions and four of those have been the Gunners. You know, so before we leave, what would you like Arsenal fans to know about your experience? Of that, of Arsenal? Of of that and then also a little bit like in a nutshell, Arteta and what your hope is. Well, I mean, I've got... I've written a couple of things recently about it and I, I just, I've got so much confidence in Mikel Arteta. And you know that, that's that expression that came from the cycling guys and it marginal gains. And every time you, you hear a new thing or you see a new thing, it's a new coach being appointed just for this or a new coach, the Brentford guy, George and just for set pieces, which we've been awful at for years. You've got a psychological coach who's a sports scientist who's going to produce mm-hmm. individual plans for individual players. And what I like about Arteta is, whilst he's definitely... Yeah, the person at the fulcrum of it all and the person making decisions. He's not frightened to bring in people like Steve Round, who's got more, who used to be his coach when he was a player at Everton. I mean, I'm sure Kevin knows Steve Round. You know, more experienced than him. He's completely confident in his own self. He knows what he needs, he knows what he wants, and he just gets it organised. And, uh, and that's the complete antithesis of latter-day Arsene Wenger, where he wouldn't listen to anyone, he wouldn't bring in anyone to help him. You know, I used to look at Ferguson, he always changed it up. And I, I see that. I see that in Arteta. And you look at the players like Sane, like Sterling, who players doubled in value in three years working with Arteta. And it's them saying that and Guardiola saying that. You know, so, and everyone you talk to Arsenal feels exactly the same about him. So I just think we haven't got the money, um, but I think if I trust anyone to, to, to allow us to compete with the teams that have got the money, right now I'm putting my faith in Mikel Arteta. I've got so much. I'm so excited about the football, um, given a bit of money, given a few extra players, I think, yeah, I think so much can happen. But for me, it's now about, you know, I would say enjoying going to games again. It's about enjoying watching Arsenal again. You know, if we get the result, that's a massive bonus. And as Amanda says, it is all about winning ultimately. But right now, in my context of life, it's about enjoying watching football again. Yeah. I wasn't enjoying it under yeah. Emery. I wasn't no. enjoying it in the last days of Arsene Wenger. There were obviously great days. I just want to enjoy watching Arsenal every week. And I'm even enjoying watching tactical, boring Arsenal, the way Arteta sets us up to, on the break, because it's brilliant to watch. It's, 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 it's football. And you know, what we need to add is the, the flair against the lesser sides, which I'm sure we'll see this season. So, yeah, I'm mega excited. And I'm sure they will not be, 14th will not be our last FA Cup. No. Well, listen, we want to thank you for spending your time with us today. We love your story. And we know that through your experience of having the FA Cup in your home, that you're... Your son was definitely enjoying that, Dave. And um, it's just a beautiful story all the way around. And we're so grateful that you shared it with us. So thank you so much for coming on. And, thank you. And, uh, thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, we'll have you on again soon this season to talk a little bit more about how much you're enjoying Arteta football. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you Thanks, so much. Dave. Thanks for sharing, mate. Cheers. Yeah, Cheers, take man. care. Bye. Bye. Bye.